I love that you can move them easily. They make my workspaces much more flexible. I like how quiet they are. I can sit inside and feel all calm, but still feel part of what's going on around me. I like what they cost. They're talking about Nook, the award-winning wellness-certified family of pods, booths, and shelters which make a workplace more flexible and more inclusive. Go to nookpod.com to find out more. Welcome back to the Work Bowl podcast, where we chat with the leaders in commercial real estate to answer all questions, space as a service. This podcast is for anyone involved in commercial real estate in any way. If you're an investor, fund manager, developer, property manager, agent, or broker, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. I'm your host, Caleb Parker, and this is the last episode of our Mibum mini-series sponsored by TSK. In this episode, I'm joined by Brett Nolian, Head of Strategic Partnerships for NewFlex. Yes, that means Brett and I work together. In fact, he's the dude responsible for negotiating a good deal for NewFlex during the acquisition of my bold brand. Spoiler alert, it was a good deal for bold too, because Brett is a win-win kind of leader. Brett has deep experience in space as a service, having served as COO for Regis and managing their growth across the globe in the early 2000s. Most recently, in his current role, he is responsible for having created the NewFlex multi-brand growth strategy, which I refer to as the Marriott in the space as a service. You'll hear more about that in this episode. NewFlex is the UK's largest space as a service operator that deploys the management agreement model. Brett shares imminent plans for taking this model to the European continent in partnership with forward-thinking landlords and how MIPM has been instrumental in making that possible. Now, before we begin, Brett and I were meant to record this on-site at MIPM, but believe it or not, we couldn't get our schedules to align due to all the face-to-face conversations we were having. So you won't hear the typical background noise you've been used to hearing all season, but it was still a fun chat. You may have heard this in our trailer episode for this season, but I am proud to say that TSK have joined us on the Workable Podcast once again as our sponsor for season seven. And if you listen to last season, you'll know they're leading the way in signing and delivering inspirational workplaces that are both flexible and become collaborative hubs for people as they help us navigate the sometimes confusing nature of modern work. TSK regularly publish thought leadership, research, and a lot of insightful content featuring their clients, partners, and their own team about workplace, commercial interiors, hybrid working, and case studies of those who have reimagined the workplace for our new ways of working. You can check out the latest publications and video content at tskgroup.co.uk or check the links in the show notes below. So what do TSK's clients say about their work? Here's a cool clip that I like. I think that the design of the space from a TSK perspective, they understood our needs and what we wanted to represent going forward. So from the initial brief working with TSK, our whole design philosophy and our ideas of what we wanted to convey from where we were to where we wanted to go to, that was really understood. And you know that is really evident in the space we have here. We want to showcase our brand. We want the people to be able to collaborate. And it sort of comes back to our four C's about connection, creativity, culture, and collaboration. And when you look at the design of the office, TSK really understood that from where our culture is to where we want it to be. We want the people mingling. We want the people to get to know each other. And it's very evident in the layouts, the designs. And when you look at our brands and our colors and our phone and our, our product, that's evident here. And that was great working with a team that understood what we were about, what we wanted. 
Um, and dealing with um, the guys, I know TSK are based over in the UK. It was so simple. It was fantastic that someone understood what we wanted and was able to deliver that. And that's very evident here, especially when people walk in and they're like, wow, look at this. All right, Jeff, let's hear from everyone else. Welcome to the Work World Podcast, Brett. Great to be here, Caleb. Brett, no, it's great. And our chief exec, Steve Jude, was on in season three. Had a great episode on who the Marriott of Space as a Service is. Uh, so it's great to have you finally join the podcast. And, you know, that multi-brand strategy that we have at Newflex is your brainchild. And the reason my bold brand is now part of the group. Uh, so I obviously know what you do, but can you share with our audience what your role as Strategic Partnerships Director entails? Sure, sure. Thanks for that. Um, what I do, we have a lot of conversations with a lot of different clients. That's the vocabulary we use for the people that we serve by deploying a range of spaces of service solutions in their assets or across their portfolio. And at, at the heart of our relationships with clients, we see them as partnerships and almost all of them, but not all of them, have a deep strategic nature because we try to look across their portfolio, very large clients, as well as some high net worth individuals, but that have multiple buildings. So we consider it a strategic relationship and we consider the relationship a partnership. So my role is to work with a number of people on our team to find clients that are embracing the concept of, of flexible working and spaces of service, firstly, and then secondly, are willing to work within our model, which is, as you alluded to, Steve calls us as the Marriott of Flexible Service, which is under a management agreement business, which is completely modeled somewhat unashamedly after the hospitality approach that Marriott and Hilton and others have pioneered since the, the 60s in America. So that's what I do. I get the benefit of being able to go out and talk to people and see how we can help them. Well, and I've been part of those, uh, many of those conversations the past several years, and it's been great to learn from you and to work with you. And now I'm just curious, obviously you and Steve, paid your dues at Regis back in the day where you were COO and he was um, chief marketing officer. Uh, how did Steve recruit you to join Newflex? It's a, it's a good question. Uh, Steve and I have been friends since, since 99. We, we've known each other a long time and, and we certainly went through the wars at Regis and, and been there and done that. Um, but meeting there and having a great time while we were there and we had an incredible team of people around us and really some magic that happened there. We've kept in touch and, and, and become really good friends within work and outside of work. And over the last decade plus, as he was developing what was then a, a single brand, he called me at the time of change within the company and said, you know, there may be an opportunity for us to really grow this and expand it and let's have some conversations. So we had a few really exploratory conversations around how do we take a, a single branded business, which at the time was a brand called CityBase, which still exists, and really make this, uh, you know, a, a platform to grow and, and become a very large company. And that's where the multi-brand strategy came about through a lot of conversations over a long, hot summer with Steve. And we wrote a plan and we've been executing it now for the last five years, which has been great fun. Well, and, and certainly a lot of growth in those five years and, and still in the pipeline to come. One of the big reasons that I got excited when we had our first meeting and talked about your motor brand strategy and, and whether Bold could be part of it is that I was at this stage where I was going to be raising some capital and to, to, to bring in the right skill sets and, and build the infrastructure out to, to scale uh, a space as a service business or management agreements, but you guys already had that. And by becoming part of that group, we were able to just plug right into that infrastructure. So it was fantastic. And, you know, two years ago, you and I were going to go down to MIPM and we were going to you know, have a lot of meetings and then it was canceled. Obviously it was good to, to be in South France this year, but uh, love to hear from you how you found MIPM this year. 
Well, I mean, other than the weather, which is the first time of the many, many Mipums I've been to that we really get a lot of wonderful sunshine. But other than that, it, it, was, a, it was a great session on, on a variety of fronts. You mentioned you and I were going down a couple of years ago, with, you know, went right when the pandemic uh, was, was taking root. And the primary mission behind that trip, not the sole mission, but the primary mission was to have some conversations with some of our friends and, and, and very well-known property companies across the continent and, and particularly in the Middle East and Asia as well to launch our international ambitions. Because one of the strategies that Steve and I put down when we came up with our multi-brand strategy was it would not only exist within the United Kingdom, that we would expand that to the continent. So that was one of the primary missions. And we certainly have had some conversations over the last two years during the pandemic with some people, but over Zoom and Teams. And it's hard to reduce the impact of having a face-to-face -face meeting and, and getting close to people and then getting their confidence up. And I mean, one of the reasons why we did the transaction with you was, is, you know, not only did we like the brand, that was the asset and that's important, but we actually liked the people and we got to know each other very well. And, and you and got to know Steve and Caroline and Lisa and our entire team. Yeah. And it was an important part of our partnership. And we see that as a partnership too. So this MIPM was an opportunity for us to obviously talk to some of our existing clients who are based in the UK, but happen to be going to MIPM, but in a different environment. And, and some of that's business and some of that's social. Nice to have a few nice lunches, despite the lack of sunshine, but it allowed us to have some very, very interesting and very encouraging conversations with some partners we identified that we think have the right cultural fit for the way we operate and, 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 and the way our approach to flexible working in spaces of service. So it's been very, very fruitful to lay some really good foundations of, of relationships that are already starting to bear fruit just in the, in the short time that MIPM has been over, because obviously a big part of MIPM is having as many face-to-face -face meetings as you can have while you're down on the South of France, but the follow-up afterwards is equally as important or arguably more important. So we're already seeing some, some really good shoots of excitement coming from our sessions. Yeah, I've had some conversations leading up to our trip down to Nippon about, well, you know, there's this conscious conversation about carbon output and so forth, and should people really be flying and, and that? And you know, I got to thinking about all the meetings in retrospect, I got to think about all the meetings that we had on site and the amount of travel that we'd have to do independently to go to all these, to meet with people face to face across the UK and Europe that we all did in, in one spot there. I think we saved carbon output by being in Nippon. So that was interesting, but. You mentioned international ambitions a moment ago, Brett, and I'm just curious, can you elaborate on our international ambitions? Can we talk about anything yet? Great question, Caleb. I can't obviously talk specifically about some of the companies or, or names that we're speaking to, but what I can share with you is, is our strategy for growth. And, and I think it's a little bit different than most companies would do if they decide to, to grow internationally. In most instances, people would decide on a geography they want to go to, and they'd put a stake in the ground and hire a team and, and develop that particular geography or a number of countries around it. Our strategy is a little bit different. We, we actually don't have a geographic strategy per se. We have a client strategy. Now we have a master geography that we're talking about right now, which is effectively all of Europe, Northern Europe, Southern Europe, Central Europe. But rather than saying we want to be in Spain and we're going to just focus on that, we look for clients that we think have a need for spaces of service solutions and flexible workspace within that, and then try to have a conversation with them to see whether or not there's a cultural fit and there's a commercial fit within the way we do business with not just the, the family of brands, but again, the management agreement approach, because that's not for everyone, and then have some conversations and see how it unfolds. But as I said, it's been a very productive MIPM and that the whole world is going flexible, which clearly goes in our favor. 
Uh, and, and I'm glad, I'm glad to ride that tide. It's, it's, it's 25 years in the making, but we've had some very interesting conversations and, and we're looking forward to having multiple locations open in a handful of countries before the end of our financial year, which is uh, March. Well, thank you for sharing that, Brett. And again, it's been a privilege to be part of all these conversations that you were talking about just now. And I'm very excited about where the industry is headed, but also us riding that wave of, of space as a service demand. Brett, thank you so much for taking the time. I know we tried to get this in at Nipum on site, but we were both just crazy busy. So um, thank you for taking the time to do it today. Pleasure. Always glad to talk to you, Caleb. Thank you very much. All right, Brett, where do you want people to contact you or connect with your LinkedIn work for you? Probably LinkedIn's the simplest way. I mean, that's a, a pretty usable tool now. So just drop me a note on LinkedIn. And I'll get back to you straight away. Great. I'll uh, put the link in the show notes. And everyone else, thank you for tuning in today. Until next time, take care of yourself. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And remember, fortune favors the bold. Drumroll, please. P.S. If you want to find out about future-proofing your portfolio, head over to newflex.com. Making high-quality podcasts like this takes a lot of work. That's a fact. But not when you hire Copus. With our white glove experience, we handle everything for you. From guest outreach all the way through publishing and promotion, we handle it all. You show up to hold great interviews like these and build relationships with your guests. We take care of everything else. Podcasting is not just about the audience. Every podcast interview is the start of a brand new relationship. With a weekly podcast, you would build relationships with 52 ideal partners or prospects through podcast interviews over the next 12 months. Do you believe 52 new relationships could grow your business? We do. Why not contact me today, jason at copus.com, J-A-S-O-N at K-O-P-U-S.com. And let's talk.